Welcome to the Icky Lousy Junkie Live Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow with some of the Icky Lousy Junkie Life choices we've made. And we've all made them. Yes. Unfortunately, we have made Unfortunately. Them. Yes. Yes. Any bad life choices for you? Um, I've made a lot of them. Uh, I'm trying to decide which ones I'm going to tell you and share with our listening audience. I don't want them to think poorly of me. Oh, I don't think they'll feel poorly of I you, don't Jamie. Know. They might judge me. I sit here and every week tell them exactly <laughs> what I've done in my oh, life. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I sit here next to you every week, so I don't, I don't judge. <laughs> I think you're okay. I think you're okay. <laughs> That's exactly the truth. That's what I thought you were going to say. Well, that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, what, huh? Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say I did I'm just going to pour me some more wine. I did receive another um, situation that I thought we could talk about in today's episode. We have a situation. We have a situation, and I have a feeling a lot of people do exactly what... This young lady does. And I'm just going to call her emotional and stressed. Emotional and stressed. Okay. How's that? Okay. I don't know. I mean. So this particular person um, spoke to me and she is a younger uh, woman of 26. I think she wrote into. I think you should say that. I'll cut this out. All right. So this young woman wrote into me. And she is uh, 26 years old. Her boyfriend of 10 years, they started dating when they were 16 years old. Um, broke up with her about four months ago. Hmm. They, were they dating that whole time? They were dating that whole time. They lived together and they just recently, yes. Wow. So he moved out. Okay. Um, That's rough. The only problem that she had said that occurred was that she had gotten this new job. That was extremely stressful, took her away a lot, um, and, you know, he didn't like the demands. I That's the only story I know as to what possibly caused this breakup, right? Mm-hmm. But ever since the breakup, she has been gaining weight, and she says, I mean, she's gained about 25 pounds in the last four months. She can't stop eating, um, that she's just craving food. She's emotionally eating. Is yes. what she's doing. She's emotionally eating, and then with stress on top of it, she's putting on the pounds. And she's feeling miserable. She doesn't know what to do. Her boyfriend has found somebody else. Mm. Um, and they're no longer friends on Facebook, she said, but she sometimes looks him up, you know, creeps up on him, and um, sees this other woman who is uh, fit and pretty, and now she's feeling very... I don't know, self-conscious mm, yeah. and feeling like she doesn't know how she's going to move on right. because he's the only one she's ever ever known. He was her first love and her only love. Mm. So uh, that's our situation right now. Well, that's tough um, because I am an emotional eater. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I put on like 10 pounds this winter. Because I I ate yeah a lot because I just I was I was depressed, um, and I and I had consciously I knew I needed to stop, which is probably why I did stop. Why I didn't eat more than I probably felt like eating because there were times I had to just force myself to stop eating. I was like, okay, look, I'm I'm full for one thing, and 
this isn't helping right. for the other. So I had to just force myself to say, look, this isn't okay. I need to stop eating. But I am totally an emotional eater. I, I get it. Yeah, I, and, and I get the same thing. I um, have just recently actually lost <laughs> all the weight I had gained um, with this past kind of breakup or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it with someone who I thought was my best friend and someone that I had fallen in love with and um, just got so depressed. I just also emotionally ate, right? Um, because Yours I was, was cupcakes, right? Uh, pretty much cupcakes and just anything fat, fry. I mean, I didn't care anymore how I looked, right? Yeah. Um, so it's totally, it's a normal thing. It's a, normal. So many people use food as nourishment, as, as a comfort. comfort food, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, well, because it makes you feel good. Well, right, because it does release some feel good, especially if it's sugar or those fatty foods. Right, it just kind of releases that comfort, especially if that's what you've turned to in life. If that's just you know. So this is what I read somewhere: is that when you're when you eat crunchy foods, mm-hmm. you're angry. Yes. When you eat, um, like like uh. Um, <laughs> why can't I talk? <laughs> um, eating like 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 warm, uh, salty. Yeah. No, not salty. No, not no sweet sweet food. It, you're lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm sure you know there's something about the salty and, and stuff like that. But the yes. crunchy and the and the because those are probably the things I'm I'm most I'm angry and lonely. Right. <laughs> So that's, that's why that's why I remembered those two things. No, but you know what? Uh, and and one thing that I always ask people who are craving sweets and stuff like that, uh, one of the questions I always ask them is, "Well, where are you lacking sweetness in your life?" Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, because you're lacking some sweetness in your life. Right. And you're lonely. So you're yes, and so that's what you read is pretty much true. Where are you missing the sweetness? And it's clear. Well, she's yeah, obviously you're, missing you're missing this person a lot, and so you're turning to this to food. food to add that comfort, right? Yeah, and but, it's going to be hard not to turn to food. Absolutely, especially if that's what you're used to comforting you. But obviously, the weight gain is not making you happy and not making you feel good about yourself. So, you know, one of the things that I would ask is, you know, what other ways can you find or nourish yourself or find sweetness? What other things can offer you sweetness in your life than these sweet foods? Yes. Or then like, eating that's healthier. Connecting with friends is always a good a good way to go. People, you know, your friend, good friends that you know, love you, and everything. Spend time with them. Call them. Call somebody. Talk to somebody um, when you're feeling lonely and you want to eat. Right. Uh, do something different. Do something that nourishes you. Exactly. That's not self destructive, right? Right. And I mean, here's the thing. Uh, just think about it this way. Every behavior, every craving, every, you know, anything that we're doing um, is, it has positive intention. So every craving that you might be having for this or or that or sweet foods, it all has a positive intention. That's just the only way your body, your mind knows how to cope with what you're dealing with at this time. That's the only thing that your body knows to do at this time. Right. Well, it's so gotten you, used to that 
Exactly. So. so your cravings and your eating is just your body trying to protect you from these feelings that you're having to help numb you because you don't want to feel them. Right. Right? Right. So we have to feel and find stuff that um, is going to nourish you in a more productive, non-self-destructive way. Right. Again, like the connecting with friends. Or if you, you know, I don't know, maybe you like to read, read a book. If you feel yourself getting, you know, feeling lonely or something, pick up a book or watch a television show, binge a television show or something. Something that, that I I, really, though, connecting with friends is is what you really want to do because the other things are... You know, we're getting too we're getting too far away from connecting with people by watching TV and social media and everything like that. Right, isolation um, is never a isolation, good thing because right. then you get lost in your thoughts. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, but it's finding- connecting with friends, so you can focus on other people. Right, you know, and talk and have conversation with other people and really focus on them and not focus on what what you're feeling, what you're going through. Right. Although, Jamie, I will say, you know, it's okay to feel bad. You don't have to numb everything you feel all the time. Oh, right, right. You know, you got to feel it. They I aren't mean, bad. It's okay. Feelings it, they're are natural great. feelings. Yeah, you got to feel to heal. Somebody said that to me one time. You got to feel to heal. And, you know, so many people are so used to hiding their feelings, numbing their feelings, you know, making those feelings go away as quickly as possible. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to sit at home and cry. Cry it out. I think that's how you get it. through but that's them how you is get to it. feel them. The reason why it takes so long sometimes to to get over these feelings is because you haven't felt them. No, because you numb you, it. You keep numbing them and 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 avoiding that feeling. So you got to feel that to yes. get yeah. Absolutely, you got to feel the. You got to feel it. <laughs> I know there's a song in there somewhere. There's got to right? be a song like "Feel to Heal." I don't even Ooh. know, but you've got to no, feel, feel it to, to heal it. Feel to Heal would be a really cheesy song it done, would be. Like, done by some church group. Maybe <laughs> in or Oklahoma. like in the seventies, like a, some disco tune that's yeah. like a one a yeah. one time one hit wonder. No, I'm thinking an R and B song where the guy is just really feel you got the feel to heal. Oh my god, the fact that we're even you're right, I think I am part black. <laughs> you are part black. Because you picked up on it. I got it. You got it. I got rhythm. All right. So, but what I'm saying is, you know, feel it, let it go. And then, you know, you're 26, you're 26 years old. So, you know, we find another way that you can nourish yourself. So young. And not only that, but another thing, another thing compiled on top of the emotional eating though for you is stress. You mentioned that you have this really stressful job. So you're already eating in a stressed state and your body when you are in a stressed state you're you're not going to lose weight and you're going to gain it even worse right when you're stressed out cortisol cortisol, right Mm -hmm. that hormone and so it's impossible not only that but when your body is in stress and this is just evolutionary right Mm -hmm. when your body is in stress it cannot differentiate whether you are getting attacked by a bear or you're just having a really stressful day at work Mm-hmm. It's the same stress. Mm. It's the same stress response. So the body has sense. the same response. Your yeah, stress yeah. response is the same regardless of what the stressor is. And your body can't differentiate what's dangerous, dangerous to you, or just like a bad day at work, stress. So your body reacts in the same way. It has that fight, flight, or freeze response. And when your body goes into that, 
what happens is our digestion shuts down. It completely shuts down because why? You got to fight, flight, or flee or freeze, right? So mm. all of your so your digestion shuts down. All of the blood flow goes to your limbs so that you can psh, get right. out of there or fight or whatever. So right. if you're eating in this constant state of stress, then that's only going to make it even worse. On top of the fact that you keep eating all of the foods that are just basically going to sit there and, and help. They, they are, they're going to aid, right? Mm-hmm. In the gaining weight. I mean, when you're yes. stressed out, you might as well just cut a door out in your stomach, shovel all the food that you're putting in your mouth straight in your stomach because that's where it's going to sit. Because mm-hmm. your digestion has been shut down. Right. So, you know, we got to figure out how to calm yourself and, and work through the stress. So that Exercise. You can get, Exactly. So when you're feeling stressed, exercise. Go for a walk. Even just a walk. You don't have to go to a gym, but you can just go for a walk. Yeah. Or even before you eat, before you sit down and eat, even just, there's a couple things you can do with eating. Before you sit down and eat a meal, sit and take a few seconds and breathe. Do a breathing. It's called like the 557 breath. Okay? Breathe in for five seconds, you know. Like a like an ocean, breathe like that deep guttural breath, like the, mm-hmm. you know, you breathe in for five seconds, mm-hmm. hold it for five seconds, and then blow out for seven, for seven seconds. seconds. Let's try it. Ready? I'm going to do it with you. Are you okay. ready? So let's yes. breathe in for a second. So yes. breathe. Four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, breathe out for seven. And do this just a couple times. Do this for a I couple minutes. <laughs> you seven. did it a little more than seven. Did I? Oh, yeah, well, but that's all good. right. That's cool. It felt but good. don't you already feel just a little more relaxed? Breath in and of itself helps your body return to homeostasis. And that's why when people meditate, they focus on their breath. On their breath. Exactly. Okay. Oh my God, this is all awesome. Breathing. So sit down, get yourself prepared, and maybe just do like some emotional preparing before you eat. That's that's the first thing that you can do right. when you're getting ready to eat. So calming your nerves, breathing that 557 breath. The second thing is just while you're eating because honestly Jamie, it's not about sometimes it's not about what you're eating, it's how you're eating. It sometimes what you're eating isn't as important as how you're doing it or who you are when you eat. Right. So um the next thing that you can do is just as a suggestion is to honor when you're full. And honor when you're hungry. Not to eat. You know, notice, are you eating just because you're feeling something? Or are you right. actually hungry? Are you actually hungry? Or are you thirsty? Because mm-hmm. also the brain cannot differentiate between hunger and thirst. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you drink water, if you if you have the urge to eat, mm-hmm. drink water instead and see if that satisfies. See if that satisfies. Exactly. Okay. Because yes, it might be that you're thirsty. <laughs> yes. And, you know, when you're eating, don't eat till you're full. Don't eat till you're full. Literally slow down while you're eating. I always say, and I think I've even talked to you in the past about it, Jamie. Like I, I play a game with myself. Like how can I, how can I be the slowest eater? <laughs> I literally chew probably with each bite. I probably take about twenty-five to thirty chews of each bite of food. Mm-hmm. And you know, we do, I do that because 
you know, our enzymes in our mouth, it'll actually break food down, it'll break it down. I mean, if you swallow big chunks of food, it's just going to take that much longer to break that food down and let the body know that you're nourished with those vitamins or those necessary nutrients. Right. And um, so when you chew, uh, just take some time to maybe put your fork down after, you know, a couple bites just for a little bit, bring it back up, be a slow eater, and then honor when you're feeling not to the point where you're full, but when you're satisfied, Just before, yeah, satisfied. When you feel energized, when you start to feel energy from your food, that's no longer then you. That's your sign of you no longer really need to eat. You've eaten enough. And then you put yourself away from the table and you go get away from the yes. food. Get away from get the away food. from the plate. Yes, and that's when you go for a walk or you journal. Or you find something, other, you find than something food other than food that's going to nourish you. Yes. Now. I would go for a walk because that also helps with digestion. Absolutely. You know, get some move on. Get your move on, right? Yes. Um, and it'll get you out of out of your thoughts. If you're just sitting, sitting, you know, at home or whatever, you'll be thinking about stuff. So that'll get you out of your thoughts. Go for a walk. Exactly. Walking is always good. Oh, it's, my God. It's low stress. And it's easy. You don't have to put on special clothes unless it's 20 below in Chicago. Then you may have to put on some earmuffs and a scarf. (laughs) Exactly. But But vitamin D is so good for you. Gosh, you know, some of us just, I mean, the walking too with the vitamin D and the spring's coming and the sun's been shining, at least here in Chicago, the last couple days. Even that alone, I mean, a lack of vitamin D also causes a little downing in our in our mood, right? Which then makes you eat. Which then makes you eat or makes you do you whatever, right? Because you want to feel right? better. Because you want to feel better. Exactly. It's a vicious cycle. Guilty. Vicious it happens cycle. happens to me all the time. Well, I always gain a little weight, too, in the winter. You yeah, know, I and that's because of, of it. I gained a lot this winter. You know, so maybe get some vitamin D3 supplements. And, you know, another thing. You, no, eat vitamin D. There's, you can get well, vitamin you can get D. vitamin D. Well, vitamin D3 supplements, though, does help if you're not getting enough vitamin D. Okay, but Dr. Oz says, why take a pill when you can eat food that has the vitamins And you can. And why, when you can go outside and just bask in some vitamin D. There you go. That sunshine. Vitamin D therapy. Um, But another thing I want to talk about is because you're 20. I want to sing Sunshine Day. You want to sing it? Yes. Go ahead, sing it. I think I'll go for a walk (laughs) outside now. The summer sun's calling my name. I hear you now. I just can't stay. No, I'm singing this. Okay. Just can't <laughs> inside all day. I gotta get out. Give me some of those rays. Everybody smiling. Sunshine day. You see, Good you could have come in then. Well, I was the sunshine day. Would have yelled at me. Well, no, because you were fucking up the words before. Oh my god! But sunshine day. I would hope you would have gotten that. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> do what Jamie does. Sing a song. It Sing makes you feel song. better. It does. It does. It kind of makes you feel better. Um. But another thing I wanted to talk about, because, oh my gosh, emotional and stress, you're 26 and you've been with one person. 26 with one person. One person. So many people out there. Oh my God. And you are going to be amazed when you meet somebody else that you connect with and click with. And you would have thought, oh my God, and I would have thought that I would meet somebody else that I would feel this way about. Yes. But it's going to happen. But it's going to happen. And... Oh. That one may not work out. Exactly. And then you'll find something else. Then you find something else. I mean, it's all a learning 
thing. It, you learn a, from all these relationships. Exactly. And, you know, I just posted something the other day, and it said, someone out there is looking for you in every person they meet. There is a person for every person. Yep. Okay? And sometimes there's many people for one person. And, you know, I <laughs> Those mean... Those are the polygamists. The sister the wives. But what I'm saying is that, like, it, it's not just no, one person that's available for you. You know what I mean? At 26 with one person, I mean, it's quite possible that this man who broke up with you isn't your type at all. Wouldn't yeah. have been a perfect fit for you at all. You don't know maybe because you were you've just never had any to, other option. And maybe you were just used to being with him. I mean... Exactly, because there is definitely a difference. A familiarity. Right, between being fully um, happy and content in a relationship or just complacent because that's just what we have. Right. And that's what I'm used to, and this is just kind of what we're supposed to do. Right. Right? Um, So I would suggest, you know, get out there and, and date. Go date a few people. Let me tell you something. If I could have... Jamie's sitting here and Damn. getting all into stuff. Um, if I could sit here and, and go back in time, when I was an, a younger woman, I don't want to say I'm older, but when I was, you know, in high school and stuff, if I could go back, I dated the same guy throughout all of high school. I wish that I would have dated around so that I would have had a better idea of what I was really looking for. Right. <laughs> of what was really out there. Because I got stuck in long-term relationships for so long that by the time I got divorced at 38, I didn't know what the heck was my type. I'm 43 right now. I still don't know. Because I really kind of stay obsessed with this one type, right? I know what my type is. Yeah, so... And nobody nobody else knows what my type is. Because I've had my friends tell me, I don't know what... T- what your type is. I don't know like, what I your know. type is either. I know because I don't really have a type. The, t- the type I have g- spans all kinds of women. I like badass women who don't wear a lot of makeup. They can wear some, but don't wear a lot of makeup. Who are smart, funny, easygoing, laid back, fun, know their pop culture you guys, and, Jamie Black just described me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's I'm why you're kidding. my favorite. You see that? <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's good, right? You're, they just need to, you've got so much, oh, life, so much life ahead of you. and So much. You know, just believe me. Someone's going to come when you least expect it. You had one person. In I mean, fact, don't guys, expect it. Men, stop looking. Stop looking. <laughs> I used to tell... Don't I, look so hard. You can look, but don't look so hard. Yeah, hon. Men are like yeah. bus stops. There's one at every corner. Okay? <laughs> Just remember that. All right? Just or, like or women. Like, like prostitutes. Men. Exactly. Because <laughs> there's one on every corner. Exactly. But my goodness... I know that you're sad, and I know that you've probably felt like you spent your entire life with this one person. But mm. there's so many opportunities. I wonder why they broke up. It's limitless. Did she say why they broke up? 
Well, I mean, the only reason why that I got was that she started this new job and that it was demanding and that, you know, Oh, so he stress. got in his feelings. She has a, a lot of travel. It's a lot of travel involved. So he so got in his feelings. So, so he's jealous because now he's not the focus the of her focus attention. The focus of her attention. And you know what? This uh, happens often. This happens sometimes happen. when women have children. All of a sudden, right? right? Uh, it happens... You know, it, it all it happens at times like that. Yes. Right? All of yep. a sudden, that person, that man doesn't have the attention now, and there's a little bit of friction. Mm-hmm. And so they run off yeah. with, to something else that, you know, will give them 100% attention. Right. You they know? get used to that attention. They get used to the mm-hmm. attention. Which is oftentimes I why I get... Uh, a hard, I have a hard time dating too because I'm busy and I'm ambitious and I'm I'm building a business and you know it, and you have kids and I have kids and it's like okay I can't give everything all you my time to somebody you can't be a hundred percent but I can try you know but it is intimidating for a lot of people for a lot of men yeah I mean but you know at our age it shouldn't be yeah at well, our at age our they age, should I'm understand talking, but at twenty. At 20, right, at 25, you know 26. Yeah, yes, I mean, nowadays yes. it's not that hard. Now, you know, you find men, they're like, perfect, because I have my own life too. Awesome. Yeah. You know, when and you're older. Great. But at 25, 26, it's just, you know, it's just unfortunate, but that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, the attention wasn't on him. She, I, I don't know this for a fact, because this wasn't written in, but it's possible that she's making more money than Oh, that than too. He was, or Men that have a problem with that. They get you know, very got a position. A society, see, society has put that that uh, pressure on men to be the sole providers, and and if the woman is making more money than him, then he may feel less than. Yes, and he's not less than. No, and I'm not saying you made him feel that way. I'm just saying that's that- where his. Headwind. Right. That's the map or the story or the perception that we get from society. Right? Because that's yep. just typically what's expected. So, you know, just know that at 26, you have so many opportunities. There's so many people to meet and learn from and love. And um, what are you doing? You're playing with my shoe, Jamie. And just <laughs> um, just so many people to, to just give them a chance. Yeah. You're going to find somebody. You're going to find something. And in the meantime, or, or you know, find somebody to, to, you know, find something to nourish you. I don't want to give you hope, but he may be in his feelings now about this and then come around later. But I don't want you to wait around for that. Right. Do you go on and do what you're going to do? If he happens to come around, have a discussion and start with that, that maybe, you know, we're... Ask him, you know, were you feeling intimidated at all by my job? Were you feeling left out? Because now, you you know, just ask. Ask the question. Right. You know, and see how defensive he gets. (laughs) Because he might get defensive about it, and then you know you're on the right track. Exactly. But like Jamie said, don't get your hope up, though. Don't get your hope up. He's seeing somebody else. I mean, he moved on, hon. You you move move on. on. You know, he's living his life. You shouldn't give up your life. No. He's not having a problem living his life. Don't give up yours. Right. And, you know, don't let food get in that way. And I know it's really hard. And I know that emotionally. But, you know, go find some friends and go vent to them. And feel it. Mm-hmm. Feel it, then heal it, and move on. And find somebody that makes you laugh. And go on several dates. Man, go on Go on a bunch of dates. Go, go dancing. Just go. And Date the and- alphabet. Date a guy that's that whose first name starts with every letter of the alphabet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, and we're not telling you to sleep with these people. We're just no. going on dates. Just go on a date with them. Go on a bunch of dates. You know, my friend, one of my good friends, she's she had to go, you know, she got divorced. And then she's like, I had to go on 26 different dates with 26 guys to find her one. Well, see, there you go. The alphabet. <laughs> exactly. 26. 26. Yeah. All right. So, and then she found her one, but she had to go on 26. She so had to go on a bunch of dates. She had to go on a bunch of dates. And you know what? She found her one. And well, so great. many people are like that. Right? It'll happen for you too. It will happen for you. So just find healthier that. routes and find find whenever you're feeling feelings, don't turn to food, turn to something else. Do exactly. something else. Go for a walk, friends, whatever. Exactly. And if you are are seriously struggling with your emotional eating, I mean obviously we can only be brief. We only have so much time here on And we're not professionals. On podcast. Except for well, Angela. I am. I am a professional. Angela is a professional. Of the health of the emotional eating. But, um, I'm a professional if, bullshitter. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, if there's any other uh, professionals out there that would off- also offer some suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Some and, professionals on addiction know, or, or, you know, emotional, emotional eating. Yeah, contact us at uh, ickylousyjunkie at gmail.com. Right, ickylousyjunkie at gmail.com. And we will share your information or share your advice with. Our writer inner. <laughs> our writer, our emotional and stressed. Also, emotional and stressed, though, if you wanted more of a detailed, you know, session and some coaching and some, you know, I have I have certainly 90-day programs that could help um, with, with emotional eating and just getting you into some different habits and coming up with, you know, helping you come up with ways that you can nourish yourself without the use of food to do so. And to feel what you're feeling and heal it from the inside out. And if you are interested in getting that free... I just realized you're long-winded. That's I'm sorry. If so if you wanted to get that out, um, just give us an, give me an email yeah. at a new chapter with Angela at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook at a new chapter with Angela. Well, I think that about does it. <laughs> Thanks, Angela. Thank you, Jamie. This has been the Icky Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life.